Welcome home. Get my husband off my podcast. <sighs> like to welcome all the. Oh my gosh, pardon me. Welcome all the people with acid reflux. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which I don't have, so I'm not trying to put it on myself. But uh, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty interesting time since we've been last recorded, as our life always is. It always seems to be interesting, especially with these kids just running around this house, especially with my partner in crime. Yeah, to, to hey, say something else. Say something else. Say something else. Don't say what to say. Do I tell you what to say? Dog. Jesus. As long as she gonna try to get a trademark like everybody else. I might. Brian can try to tell. He ain't nobody. Nobody. Taco nobody Tuesday. Like but um, welcome all the gamers, all the athletes, weekend warriors. Wives yelling at their husbands, husbands yelling at their wives, parents yelling at their kids, all the drug dealers. What is with you in the drug dealers? All the drugs, you know, all the addicts. Hope y'all get clean, everybody. Live a clean life. Uh, everybody at work, off work, going to work. So whatever, whatever you do right now, listen to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Because I try to cover everybody, you never know. You never know what they can do. You know what covers everybody? What? Saying, welcome everybody. No, no, I got to be specific. Anyway, <clears throat> shout out to a lot of men that do shopping for their wives. Like, you know, hey. they women products and stuff like that. Really? You know, buying tampons and... um. You 12? You know, underclothes and stuff like that. What you mean in my 12? I'm just saying. The hell does that mean, my 12? No, oh, man. No, I'm not getting mad. That's leading into something. So anyway, shout out to all the men who just don't, you know, care. Your wife, your girlfriend, call your daughter, whatever, whatever. Hey, pick me up. Blah, 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 blah. And you do it. Um, Speaking of that, did we go over the last podcast with the whole commercial? We did. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. We, we laughed about it. We didn't really talk okay, about it. That's, that's, that's sort of going to sort of try to get us into a couple of different segments this time around. Um, but like I said, first of all, shout outs to, you know, men that, you know, do the things for their wives, you know, during that time where they don't really want to be outside or whatever, whatever, whatever. So anyway, I don't really know too much about it. I just know that she tells me to buy certain ones and I do it, no problem. I do it, no issue. But this particular time, I buy it, and this woman, um, like, she's standing, like, to, you know, she's standing in the same aisle, and there's one left of a certain size, and I don't know what that means. I just, like I said, I just do it, do it, you know. I just do what B tell me to do. In those instances, I just, all right, you tell me to get that one, I don't ask you why, I just do it. So anyway. The lady says, sir, do you need that one? And I'm not thinking she talked to me because, like I said, I'm just buying pads. I ain't trying to talk to nobody. She said, sir, do you really need that one? And I turn around and I see that she is talking to me. Well, um, and this is her talking. She says, well, um, sir, is she that big? 
And I was like, ma'am, what you talking about? And she was like, if she isn't that big, then you're just buying those for nothing. Then I really need those. Those are my size. And I didn't say anything. I just grabbed them and sort of just walked to the front of the store because I didn't really want to get into an altercation with the woman over something that I wasn't using. So I didn't really think the lady really sort of, I mean, she knew what she wanted, I guess, but it really wasn't my fault that they only had one, one size of a certain tampon left. But that's highly unlike me to stand there and argue with her over that. Because I could have really made that lady uncomfortable, but I didn't. I just let it go. You know, so anyways. Yeah, that was something I didn't tell you coming home, coming home from the store that day. You know, I just, I just let them know. Pardon me. I just left it alone. You ain't over mm-hmm. I'm fine. Anyways, you know, we've been up to nothing. I've been on vacation. I so I just, I honestly have just been really sleepy, to be quite honest with you. And um, if you guys hear, which you probably won't because you only hear all voices, but. Uh, Animal King. Um, yeah, they got their dogs out again. So, you know, so that's just, that's just that. Uh, true. So anyway, so where we starting? I mean, you already talked about the tampon story, just jumping it up. I mean, it's not that I'm just jumping into it. I'm not saying but, um, jump into it, but it's a good segue into talking about the always. Anybody. Procter Gamble taking the Venus symbol off of all of the always products. Gonna tell you now, I was a little upset about this. I'm way upset about this because y'all know that I'm all for doing whatever, you know, however you feel comfortable, be you. But. Hold up, you gotta explain when you can't say that and then stop. Okay, so they're taking the Venus. You can't just say, do be comfortable, be you. You gotta explain why you're saying If you be. I am, I'm just letting you know you have to explain why you're saying I'm explaining it. Why does it sound like I'm so far away? Um, what's it? Oh, okay. So they're taking the Venus. They're taking the Venus symbol off of the always maxi pads and products because they don't want to cause. What did I say? Anyone to feel uncomfortable with when they go purchase pads and products like that. My thing is. The only people that go purchase pads and products are women. I understand that. That's not what she's saying. The only people that can use them. Anybody can purchase, but can use. Okay, Because I just basically said I buy them all the time. But But anybody can use them is what she's saying. Nobody can. Only women can use them. You said. I know that. So. They don't want... Was, was, what was the, it was, okay, they don't want the transgender, is it men and women? They don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable, basically. They want everybody to feel included. But me, as a woman, I don't feel included anymore. Okay, I'm going to say this. The way that she's saying it, 
she's saying it as they're taking the Venus symbol off of the packaging so we can all feel included, especially those who want to be keyword or key key phrase in that want to be a woman. And I'm not saying that they want to be a woman because I do understand that. Yeah, we're not saying identify as a man. There you go. That's what that's what she tried to say. I understand that, but for the women that are actually born women, then it kind of makes me feel like, wait, I'm not important because. Because I didn't make the decision to be what I am. I mean, I don't know. It just made me feel like I wasn't important for real. You're not Told you. It makes me feel like it's just all, all of this extra inclusion and changing things. See, we're, we're not we're, we're not trying to say we're against it. We're not trying no, to say we're against it. I'm not but on the certain we're against this part of it, the pregnancy, the monthly cycle, the things that women, only women, actually can go through. There's no reason for you to feel that you're special. You're there. You're one. You're not. You're not. There's no way. And I'm not saying you can go buy them when you want to, but you'll never be able to use them for what they're intended for. Now, you can identify as a woman, True, go right ahead. But there's a few things that I do not agree with on everyone taking stance on. And once again, guys, if you do hear those dogs barking, I do apologize. It's not our dog, so it's people outside. But anyways, because like I said, I mean, we've said on this podcast before, I've made the mistake of saying hello, sir, to a man, hello, man, hello, hello, ma'am, to, to, a, to a woman. And them not identifying as such and it became an altercation between them and myself but I'm saying if you're a man and you identify as a woman fine there's a few things that I don't agree with that you shouldn't be doing because women have fought too hard women women who were born women have fought too hard for the right to do anything work speak religion um, athletic competitions anything women have had it hard and I'm not getting ready to just let a bunch of people just act like, okay, I want to join in on it too, because the men who are now um, female MMA fighters, female tennis stars, female track athletes, but these are men. They were born men, but you take your estrogen pills or whatever, whatever, and you grow breast or you, you know, whatever, you have hormones now, so you feel you're a woman, but you were born as a man. I don't think you should be able to compete with women in that aspect. I don't want to see men playing the WNBA because it's the WNBA for a reason. I mean, I don't want to have my kids. I, I shouldn't really be the one speaking on this topic, but I don't want a man at my children's school who feels the need to wake up and be a woman today and go into the girls' bathroom. I don't kind. Of, I don't think I like that. It's not. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying, but that's not what I'm saying. It's. I'm okay with who you feel like you want to be, or who like who you identify with. But I don't feel like the things that I have grown up with and like you said fought for should be changed. Yeah, just to because fit you right, just because you want to join in on it. No, there's certain things you just right. It's just certain things. Now it's making it feel like 
we as women are not important because now we have to change everything to make it feel like you should be accepted when, like you said, we fought for our acceptance as well. Exactly. And it's just, and it's just not, I mean, I know people from both sides of the fence and I still try to find common ground with those people, but it's just hard. It's it's, it's hard to basically understand it as in, okay, you want to, you want to be that? You want to love the opposite sex? Fine. I have no problem with gay people. No problem at all. But when you try to just take over everything, and I got an issue with that. I really have an issue with that. Right. Because, it's, first right. of all, that's confusing. Our children, that's confusing. And it's just, to me, it's wrong. And if I'm wrong, I, I really wish someone who is fighting for those rights to actually come in and let us know where we fought, where our faults are, and trying to understand it because I'm trying to understand how it just suddenly changed within the last couple of years. It suddenly changed. Suddenly changed because it was just okay for you to be gay. It was okay for you to have a sex change, but right now... It's still okay for them to be gay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, it's right. But it's not okay that you weren't Everything to yeah you want equal, change yeah you want equal you. yeah the equal playing field and it's not it's not we have no use for tampon I mean sorry ain't no use for it so what that there's a Venus symbol on a tampon bag a bag or whatever how is that making you feel anything like you you wanted this life so you gotta Ooh, go I mean so now with we're, the flow of that life women. Women who want to be men now, could should they buy kind of put your man for? Why you buy it? Speak up. I said you should still put condoms on a dildo. Especially if you Why? You what got multiple heart partners. What are you gonna contract a t- no. Tupperware disease or something? Stop <laughs> it. Like the, cl- <laughs> the plastic can um what's it called absorb different things and that's not healthy to just be sticking and moving in different things. Sticking and moving, you sound like Teddy Atlas right now. Okay, I was trying to keep it clean. Okay. I'm also gonna stay with this subject because there's a little boy right now. James Younger. Little seven year old boy who's Mother is forcing a gender transition. She tells him he's a girl, dresses him up as a girl, paints his nails, basically makes this little child believe that he is a girl. I'm going to read a little bit of this. Texas Governor Greg Greg Abbott announced Wednesday that the state will be investigating the matter of seven-year-old James Younger of Dallas, a boy who, who... a boy caught in a custody battle over the incidents by his pediatrician mother that he received life-altering gender reassignment treatments against the wishes of the father. Wake of the public outcry. outcry. Um, Abbott tweeted for the matter of James, of seven-year-old James Younger is being looked into by the Texas Attorney State General's Office. Basically, they're trying to stop this. 
They're trying to stop this woman from basically castrating her son. And the video where the father is asking the son these innocent questions, he's saying, I'm a girl. He has a towel wrapped around his head because he wants longer hair. And he's a girl. He lives his life. He thinks he's a girl. So his mother is going to basically castrate this child. But see, that video to me seems a little... It seems like maybe mom has put it in his head that... Yeah, so they don't set me home just going to be like, all right. Because, I mean, I know, kids run around playing different things when they're that young. Okay, so my son's playing with dolls or my daughter is playing with cars. They're kids no, at that's that way age. No, that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We don't be on that one. Kids at that age. But when the little boy talks, well, mommy does this. And right. Mommy paints my nails. Right. Mommy says that I should do this and do that. kind of sounds like mommy wanted a daughter all alone. So she's getting to the point to where she's just going to change him into her. And I mean, I mean it, it, it sounds like it's that. Maybe it's against the father. It possibly could be. It could, it could be. be against the father. And but I, I'm not saying that a child that young doesn't know what they want to be. Yeah, a child. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Say it like this. Think of it like this. A child knows who, what they are. Right. Know who I know who I am. I know right from wrong. I know right. you go in that restroom. I go in this restroom. I put on these underwear. You put on those underwear. A seven-year-old child knows these things. Yeah, so I'm not saying he might feel like deep down that he is a girl, that he should be a girl. Right. They know what's for but boys and girls. You should not. No, I would not do that surgery uh-uh. until. Oh, no. I would let what that, is, that adult make that yeah, decision. He would be he would an be, adult making He would be living on his own. Right. And it, I wouldn't even. I, yeah, he'd be 30 by the time he'd be able to do something like that. And I'm not saying but, he'd be 30. I'm just saying wait till he's older, old enough to understand what decisions he's making with his life. And he can make that decision himself. At seven, he can't make that decision himself. At seven, he shouldn't be saying, no, 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 I'm a girl. No, he shouldn't be saying that. But he can't. I mean, at seven, he's seven, so... You're a baby. You're a baby. If he's still like a girl, he can be a girl. But I'm not... Don't change his entire... I'm not even. I'm not even going that far as to saying he could be a girl. No, you're a boy. You're gonna know what you are, and you're gonna. And that's why I'm saying. Realize. So at seven, he might feel like I should be a girl. I don't think I so. Can. Not at seven. Not at seven. You don't know. You just. Not you just seven. said that. They know what they are. That's like that one right No, 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 no. He knows no, he's no. a boy. No, no, no. You should know what you are. You should know the difference between this. You know this stage and that stage and you should also gradually bring a child into the evolution of now you can change your mind mm-hmm. this is this that is that and if you grow up having feelings for boys and or girls then there you go I'm just going to have to accept that but I'm, I'm not going to accept that at 7 years old that you don't want to have certain body parts uh uh-uh. uh yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. It's no. not the body no. part of thing. No, 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 it's no. the okay. Because no. I know there have been times when I'm painting a girl's nails and Mikey will come in and say, Mommy, paint my nails. Because he's a kid and he just wants to do what everybody else is doing. And that could be what this little boy was on. No, he sees. I know, but he's, I'm just saying, I, I'm not trying to disagree with you. No, no, because we, we, we agree with each other, right. but I'm not. 
I'm not disagreeing with you on that one. I'm just, just saying, saying I didn't see. Whole gender reassignment surgery is not necessary at seven. At no. seven, at 17, if you want to go right ahead, but at seven, you should still be playing with toys. At seven, yeah, no. At seven, you should that's still be having fun as a child. That's instead too of, much to go yeah, through as a child. Right. And that's, that's right. Because the way the emotional. social media age is, you out there at school, and just like that whole um, MX teacher thing that I spoke of a couple of weeks back, you know, it's, all right, now your family's being looked at as, okay, yeah, I don't want you coming to school with my child, and that's where hate comes in. That's where racism is born. That's what racism is. The seed, the seed of it. When you see difference and you you speak on it, you're scared of it. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying this will ever be accepted. Like if you don't want a boy or a girl, you have the po- you have the power to physically change it. Okay, no, I didn't want a boy. I want a girl. So there you go. At 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 at, at one minute old, my little boy is now going to be a little girl. Oh hell no, no. No, that's that's no, no, no. And it doesn't matter what you believe in, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in faults, it don't matter. I'm not getting religious or political on my podcast. I promise you, this is just right or wrong. This goes into just plain old human ethics right here. You should be old enough to make your own decisions. Your parents should not live your life for you. And if you wanted a boy or a girl, then you didn't get it, go adopt one. You can't make it. At seven years old, you're about to basically castrate this child? No. 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 For for, for whose for whose benefit? Honestly, for whose benefit would this be? For this seven-year-old. And if they go through with this surgery, whose benefit would that be? Just so this woman can say, I did this to my child. You can do whatever you want to do to your child. This is your child. Yes, it's your child. In but her mind, she's not saying, I did this to my child. She's criminal. saying, I did this for my you child. You didn't do it for me, but he wants. I don't think a seven. I'm not. I don't think a seven-year-old can make that decision Straight right now. That, no. There we go. Now we're right back to seeing it. I mean, we've always seen this one here. This way, but a seven-year-old should not be able to make that decision. You should not be able to. Okay, look, look down your pants and just say, "I don't want that anymore," or "I want what Daddy has," or "I want what Mommy has." No, that's psychologically going to destroy that child because there's going to be family members. There's always going to view him as a boy. There's going to be family members that view him as a girl, like his father who's fighting for his child. So the fact that he's fighting for his child, his mother is going to do this. No, she's not doing that for that child. She's doing it to spite her husband, I believe, or her ex-husband, I believe. I believe she's doing it to spite her ex-husband. That, 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 that she has deep psychological issues right there. Deep psychological issues right there. So that's pretty much where we're going to end on that one. Unless you got something else to add to it. Get the mic out of your mic mouth, please. It's not in my mouth. <laughs> it's, Why would I put the mic in my mouth? I don't know, mouth? ma'am. I don't. What's wrong with you? I don't know, ma'am. Um, what, was I, what was I doing? What I don't know. For? Yelling about mics being in people's mouths. Shut it Rudeness, maybe. Okay. What's wrong, Ken? I'm trying to read this story. How are you reading a story? Because I knew about it, I just don't want to sound 
uneducated as I've known to do. Thank you. I was say like that ever stops you. Okay. What's the story about? Matter of fact, forget. I don't want to talk about nothing bad on my podcast. Well, worse than what we just talked about. I don't really want to talk about it because it's some, so if I want to talk about that story, I'm going to talk about the next story. Um, we're going to start a new segment on our podcast called... I don't know. You name it. And, um, I haven't even named it yet. I just thought of this new segment. It's going to be... There we go. Show me news. There. Perfect. Perfect name for it. Show me news. <clears throat> our, our, our state of Missouri is called the Show Me State. There's a lot of different things that occur, and Missouri gets a bad rap. It does. You know, a lot of towns and cities and places in Missouri are pretty violent, but we're going to, I guess, start off with violence. Well, damn it, I tried to make this a good thing, but hey, <laughs> what are we going to do uh, every week on our podcast? We're going to do news from whether it be our personal community or other towns, something like that, or new um, breaking news or just an old story. We're actually going to start off with a story of a local high school, Roosevelt High School. And uh, you got the teacher's name? Uh, do we need it? No, really. Okay. Uh, it was a football coach. A football coach was fired from Roosevelt High School for um, inappropriate contact with a student. Not physical, but um, contact through social media. So basically, right, he contacted one or two of his players on Facebook, and there's a law in Missouri that states that you cannot contact a student. The teacher cannot contact a student on non-school platforms. And that law was put in... It was put in place because of a little girl who got harassed by a teacher into a, an abusive relationship, basically. Right. So the law that's is put in place. That was a good thing. It was a good thing, but I don't right. think the law has been tweaked to this day and age, the social media age. Which I mean, the law just got put in. It just passed, I think, two thousand three. It was. It was in the two thousand. I don't remember the exact year. But so it's a recent law, but it's not as. Hey, that is a lot of noise. Stop. What's wrong? I can hear all of that. All of the moving you're doing. I'm gonna help. I'm I'm sorry about that. Didn't mean to. So, anyway, it's a recent law, but I don't think it's been updated. It has not been updated. What's wrong? I can still hear everything you're doing. The rudeness, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm ready now. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Okay. So I don't think it has been updated to the standards of where social media is now. Yeah, because think about it. She just said the 2000s and social media changes. It's like that. Daily. So. You know, so. so basically, he contacted. I don't know the. Just the because no, I look, I look to see how he contacted, and there is nothing out there that says how he contacted. Right, right. So they may, they, they may be hiding it, 
or not telling everything. But as far as we know, it was just contact, like like just just a message. A message like, "Hey, how you doing? Are you coming to practice today?" We don't know. We don't know the extent of it on Facebook. Right. That caused him to lose his job. The reason why we're talking about it is because up. Uh, close to 200 students, a few teachers, and a few parents actually marched down to our Board of Education, which is a good six or seven, eight miles from the school. I'm not saying it's that far, but it's it is that far. from the school. It is that far. Yeah, it is that far. It's, about, it's, a, it's a good place from the school. You said it's a good place from the school. They marched all the way down there to get this teacher's job back. We don't know if the teacher got his job back or not, but the unity that the fact showed, that these kids came together to, exactly, and they walked they, out. They walked out at eight fifteen. Yeah. And teachers went with them, and um, right. some that parents were with them, so they were safe. But for them to still bond together. And, and walk out. Right, and walk out and make the decision to do this for this teacher show great strength yeah. and positivity in our youth that they can actually come together for something positive. So, yeah, for them to come together shows great positivity and a good unity. And the fact that they there are some kids out there that think about something other than egg. their exactly. self. So we got another story. Um, I just found out today that the lady that um is directing the upcoming Harriet Tubman movie. Does that have anything to do with what we were talking about before? You said Saint Arne. But but what what were we talking about before? The kids. No, no, no. The town. I was getting it. I wasn't trying to jump into the band. I was trying to no, get it. Forget Harriet. Forget Harriet Tubman. She didn't. Okay. She didn't. Anyway, okay. So. <laughs> Are you all right over there? You what's have all times. What's the lady's name? What's the lady's name? No, no. What's the name? Oh. Since you want to talk about it, what's the name? Hold on, I just. No, 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 no. F that. What's the name? Something lemons. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Shut up. I'm. I just. Yeah. Right. It's right you here really, on my phone. Yeah. You want to talk about it? You don't even got a name. Cassie Lemons. Uh huh. So where is she from? She's from St. Louis, and uh-huh. she directed. She is directing the upcoming Harriet Tubman, Tubman movie. Yeah, well, she like a, a superhero. But she is also done a lot of other movies too. She did *Eve's Bayou*, *Black Nativity*, *The Caveman*, *The Caveman's Valentine*. Harriet also, Tubman, zombie hunter. She's also married to Vondi <laughs> Curtis Hall. Really? Now I know who Vondi Curtis Hall is. Excellent director and screenwriter. And actor. So yeah. Actor? Yeah, I know Vonnie Curtis all this. Oh, yeah, she's a St. Louis native. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Since you just want to get to this old crazy story. Not that I want to get to it. It's, it's interesting. It's, what the fuck is wrong with these microphones? Man, damn. We got so many issues over here at GMH on the people. I think I got your headphones. Because that's why I was doing it. We're here. Hold on. Just give us a second. Because we have a lot of issues over here. Y'all. All right. There we go. Okay. Is that better? I guess. Go ahead. 
Hold on, I gotta get my stuff together get, now. Get, we are, oh he gosh. is a mess today. Jesus. Oh goodness, that is always you. Yeah, we we yeah, we we better than anyway. We here. Gosh. So anyway, there is a town. In where the hell my nose got? I don't know. Okay. There is a town in Missouri called Skidmore. Skidmore. I don't know. It's about five hours away from where we are now. What up, Skidmore? They are doing a documentary on this town. It's called No One Will Tell or No One Will Tell, something like that. It's a six-part miniseries because this town is famous for vigilante justice, basically. It all started in 1986 with the death of the town bully Ken McElroy. This man was killed in front of the entire town and nobody told about it. It's been 30 years and no one has told. What's the man's name? The man's name? Ken McElroy. Alright. So basically, Ken McElroy was basically a bully. What the that's something exactly. Anyways, Ken McElroy was more than a bully. This man was the devil walking. Pretty much. He impregnated a... She was 12 or 13. Hold on, Paul. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. We'll, we'll be right back. Did you hear a voice? Yeah. My goodness. Is that Jaden? Girl, all kind of shit tonight. My dog, can you damn record this damn world? I'm still damn world well coming out. You saw this damn noise, dogs barking and shit. My goodness. Anyway, what's the man's name again? Recording. What's the man's name again? Ken McElroy. Kenny Mac. All right, Kenny Mac was basically the double walking. He impregnated how old was girl? 13? 12 or 13. Okay, she's 13 years old. That's wrong. Anyway, he impregnated this little girl, walked around with her around this town like she was damn, the damn, just, just princess. She was 12. He was like in his 40s. So, anyways. He stole from people. Not only that. He killed people. He killed a couple of people, stole a couple of people. Basically, he was on trial every year for how many years? No, they said three times a year. Okay, three times a year he was on trial for how many years in a row? A lot. Yeah, they, they didn't even say many years and so many years in a row. But anyways, um, he was on trial basically for everything from arson to larceny to assault to aggravated assault to attempted murder. He shot somebody in the neck you know, with a shotgun and got and only off. did two years. No, he didn't even go to jail for it. He got right, two years exactly. He got two years probation and got off. So anyways, this man scared the entire town. One individual put the fear of, like I said, the devil walking into this entire town and it lasted forever. It lasted forever. So anyways, up until one day, how many people were in the bar? 50, um, 60? They say, okay, so the story went that the townspeople got together the night before to discuss how they were going to yeah, 50, 50 or 60 year old people. I mean, not 56 year old people, 50, 60 people. So, they had, it was a small town. I think they said it's like 300 people in the town all together. Yeah. So him and his wife. Keep in mind, one she person. She ended up marrying him. She wanted to marry him, but it was, it was his daughter. 
No, that's when she he shot the man when he was with his daughter. Oh, I got you. So his wife saw. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got you. They uh, went to the bar, the town bar, and pretty much half the town was in the bar. Yeah, about a good sixty and people. And surrounded him and mm-hmm. got him to go to his car. So him and his wife are sitting in the car, and from behind, two shooters pull out a gun. Yeah, he was out of the car at this moment. They pull the wife out just in time to shoot this. They shot him up, basically. Yes, they shot him up. That's how they decided. All of these 50 or 60 people are standing around this man while he's getting shot up by two individuals. So just, 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 just slow. Let's just slow it down, so you guys can get the picture in your head that this one individual who was just came calm to these people and you got 60 that much fear in 60 them. people surrounding this man in his car just get that small town probably in a, probably about to be about to be day or night break something like this I'm just trying to give you guys the picture put it in your head 60 people surround this man and this man knows Every one of them. He's tormented every one of these people. And he steps out of his car because he knows none of them is going to do anything. This is just going to be a normal, typical night where he done pumped too many people. And he's probably going to get locked up, probably going to get out in the morning. He basically took the daughter of one of the townspeople. The townspeople just took her. I want her. You can't can't get her. She's mine. This is my property now. Impregnated me and everything. She wanted to marry him. No, no. He he basically didn't hear a no. So while you're standing, you're one of the people in this mob of people. You're probably just you can see who's shooting. So you, his man steps out the car. Like I said, he's a big bad wolf. No, he was still sitting in the oh, car. When he got okay, shot. well he's sitting in the car because he knows, he knows nothing's gonna happen to him. As soon as the shoes so were started, like, they grabbed yeah, exactly. her out the car. They grabbed her out the car, but she saw who murdered her, 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 her husband. She yeah. saw it. Not a person spoke. And then something else happened as well. Something else happened as well. They wound up killing someone else, right? Yeah, see, that's what, that's what started. Yeah, that's what started. Justice. Exactly. So it's been like eight or nine unsolved murders with people like him, not right. as bad as him not, exactly. in this town. Right. So that's why they did the documentary because they said, did this town get away with murder? Have they got away with murder on several occasions? And I, would you say yes? Um, yeah. I'm going to say no. Why would you say no? <laughs> because look at who they killed. I mean, I understand that who they killed, but you can't be Judge, jury, and executioner. Why can't you? Because you can't. Because if that's the case, everybody be, would be walking around her offering people just because they did something wrong with them. I'm going to say this one. If you was bad as Kenny Mack was, dog. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. Yes, he deserved it. And I, I hate to say that he deserved to die. I mean, for all he did, he deserved to die. He deserved to But, like, you, you get what you, you put out there. You mm-hmm. get what you deserve. So. Mm-hmm. He was an evil man. Mm-hmm. So something evil happened to so. mm-hmm. But, yes, that town did get away with murder. 
They killed the man in broad daylight. Right. In front of the entire town, and nobody has ever been prosecuted for it. They questioned one man and let him go. So, and then it's just like this it's a series of nine other incidents that happen in this right. town. Right. So that's what the documentary covers. So right. if y'all interested, it's gonna come on AMC, I think. Um, it's called No One Would Tell or No One Would Talk. Another thing. And like I said, this is going to be a segment where we just bring up news from our, basically our state, that goes on in our state. And there's a lot of different things we can talk about, but it was just those particular things that sort of, you know, sort of sparked the brain of us actually wanting to do this more often. And I hope you guys saw the <clears throat> the video where at the school in Portland, Oregon, where if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, I apologize. Cannon Lowe disarmed a student with a shotgun and he's embracing the student. He's not subduing him. He's not beating him up. He's not holding him down, not chokehold or anything like that. But it's a hook. It's a hook. And the video I saw had no audio or anything. It was just him grabbing the gun from the student, him grabbing the student, not letting the student go. Like I said, not in chokehold or anything like that. Not letting the student go, but holding and hugging this individual who basically had enough. And subconsciously, I put myself in, in that hallway put myself right next to those lockers. I put myself right next to that man, that student, and I put my arms around that student with him, even though this happened months ago. We just now got video of it. I put my arms around that student as well because I was once that student. I was once that student that had enough of bullying, ridicule, social separation, I've never wanted to harm anyone, but I wanted to escape. I didn't want to get on the school bus in the morning. I didn't want to walk into school in the morning. I wanted to come back home. Home life wasn't that much better than school life. So I could sympathize with that child that I subconsciously touched. And I'm so glad I mean, I'm just glad anybody grabbed that man, grabbed that student, but I'm so glad it was a black man that did it. So people can see that we have a conscience. So people can see that we do think. So people can think, see that we do care. That we're not just animals. That we don't just harm each other for the sake of harming each other. That we're not just egotistical human beings and only care about the size of our bank accounts and the size of our dicks. No. A lot of us care. A lot of us have passion. A lot of us have compassion for human beings. I'm so sick of being viewed as an animal in this society. I'm so sick of hearing what this cop did or what that cop did, even though I know people from both sides of the fence who get harmed just as much, black and white, man and woman, young and old. 
seeing that man embrace that student, that gave me hope for this entire planet, not just not just me personally, but no, everyone. And even though the, the 39 bodies that were found in that truck in the United Kingdom, horrible. The little girl that was strangled to death, little three-year-old girl, horrible. Just like I said, there's good and there's horrific. I couldn't read the story of the three-year-old, and I know you guys have heard my voice break up. <clears throat> because you heard the passion. You heard the compassion. I couldn't get to reading that story. I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to know why you took a three-year-old's life. And now they're getting the harshest penalty that they can get, the two people that did it, male and female, and the the man that was trafficking. And I do know that it was trafficking from the United States to the United Kingdom with this with this semi-truck with 39 bodies in it. It was human trafficking. It's the type of stuff you see in movies. It's the type of stuff you you see in those action movies where whoever saves the day or whoever solves the crime. But you guys just need to realize in real life, a lot of these crimes don't get solved. In real life, there isn't a hero until you saw that man hold that child take that shotgun away. That's a hero. A lot of policemen are heroes. A lot of regular people are heroes. You don't see that as much. All you see is wrong. All you turn your TV on and turn your phone on and see is wrong. It's a lot of good people here. And there's a lot of good people everywhere. That's why we wanted to do the segment called Show Me Stories, because even though they took that individual's life, numerous times they tried to do it the right way. Numerous times. Numerous times they tried to do it the right way. But like I said, this man was walking hell. So they bonded and formed to keep the devil away. Hey, don't steal a bag of chips in what this town called? Skidmore. Skidmore. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Don't pass a bad check in Skidmore. How about you just don't even go to Skidmore? You can go to Skidmore, but you best believe you better speak to everybody that's there. You better thank your 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 your, your cashier at your restaurants at your gas stations if you're just passing through, because you never know. It can be hold on, son, before you leave. And uh, you may never make it out of Skidmore, but that's all I'm just saying. There's a lot of good people. Those 200 some odd students that walked close up to work, uh, close up, uh, up to 10 miles to get this teacher's job back. Now, if it comes back that this teacher was, you know, doing whatever with the student, then, hey, myself, my wife, we'll come right on this podcast and say, oops. We don't want to defend we that. We know We're just know. speaking on the students. We're talking about the kids and their actions. Yes. Thank you. We don't know why this man was talking to this this this, this child on Facebook. I don't know. 
So, like I said, we want to spread positivity. We want to shed light on the good. And I know we talk a lot about our relationship. We talk a lot about... Sorry. Somebody's motor. Yeah, it was somebody's motor. We got the best headphones. We got the best headphones in the world, but uh, they ain't beats. They are bangers. If y'all wanted, you know, if y'all and want to start your own podcast or something like that, these things. Well, you just want to hear anything going on, right? You just turn these things up. You don't need no. You don't need. You just sit in the middle of the aisle. All right, I hear something. Oh, and the mic. You got to get the mic with it. Right, you grab my gun. But anyways, I know we speak a lot about relationship, but we speak about every aspect of it, good, bad, you know. So, but um, like I said, really, I've been up to nothing. I've been on vacation. Um, I haven't. I've been working. Yeah, so I've pretty much slept all week. But uh, yeah, he slept all week. Um, but uh, not saying that he didn't need it, but. Ain't nobody sleep that much. Like I said, um, what has been going on? Pretty much nothing, really. I mean, you know, outside of us, you know, ain't nothing really been going on. You know, we still pray for ourselves individually. We pray for all. We pray for y'all. Pray for you guys and everything like that. So, I mean, once again, not to get religious, but we're not trying to shove it down your throats. We just have faith. Because we still like me more if we just sat there we, we we talked about certain things, certain things we've read, certain things we've been told, and we actually sort of flipped it around a little bit. But we're not going to do that here because this isn't a, this 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 isn't us. This 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 is not what you get from GMH on So we're not going to give it. To you. We're highly uneducated on that subject. So, but the, because the reason why I say we're uneducated, we're uneducated on it because you can never fully know. Because nobody knows what we, nobody will ever know every answer, you know, everything. Nobody's that smart. So, but like I said, we try to give you guys life as we want you to receive it from us. Because we're not trying to give you guys any, anything fabricated. We're not making anything up. This is real life. Us. And our life is slowly getting better, slowly changing for the best. And I'm not saying we're going to change up. Hell no. We're still going to be us. If we hear a noise right now, we're going to stop talking about what we're talking about. And y'all going to hear silence. Because, like I said, we just we real people. We don't, we too don't. much going on. Exactly. It's too much going on around us. But anyways, like I said, we're just still trying to live life, still still dreaming, still have goals, still have things we want to accomplish. We still in the water with debt and stuff like that. So, you know, so, I mean, who is it? Who is it? So we're not, we're not special in that aspect. We just believe in, believe in keeping faith and believe in making your own change. So there you go. If you want change, you have to work with How things that the you... the only fan in the house that's clean? What you talking about? Because I cleaned that damn that, fan. That just distracted me. I cleaned that fan. I cleaned, I cleaned that one most recent. Cleaned that fan up most recent and I haven't turned that fan on. Uh-huh. That fan has been on. That fan is See, 
I'm sorry, y'all. I got distracted by the Yeah, she's looking up and just anyway. Well, I can't get up there to clean them. Yeah, I know you can't. I know. I know. I know. I know. But anyways, like I said, we still have goals. We still dream. We still want things for ourselves. We still want things for this podcast. For everything that we're trying to do, we're still trying to get the kids in on what they want to do. You know, we're still trying to get better cameras for better videos and better audio, you know, better mics and headphones for better audio and stuff like that. We're actually trying to grow this podcast to where we know it can be. Um, you know, in talks with Anchor, who runs this podcast, and talks with other individuals who, you know, who can help possibly by better artwork because I want to update our, um, I actually want to update our, uh, our cover, our cover sure. art for the podcast. I want to update it. So, um, but I'm thinking about, you know, just just different things that we can do and like segments and stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, what the hell are you laughing at? This headline: LeBron James lays for a hairpiece while off doing game. That's not even what happened. It's probably not, but the headline is funny because right, you was drooling during the basketball game. You was knocked out. I wasn't drooling. Yeah, I was asleep, though. No, your lie. mouth was open, and oh my gosh, man. Really? You really want to talk about how you drooling? knocked out. Because I still got stains on my leg from when you drooling. Out. Anyways. Doggone puddles on my knees. Anyways. I'm not going to say football is uninteresting, but, but. I will say I'm sort of glad the birds are having a slump right now because they pretty much got semi easy schedule for the next seven eight games. It's pretty easy, but uh, I still see a playoff berth possibly. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I still see it. I still see ten and six. I honestly, still see ten and six. But if it don't happen, like I said, it don't happen. But um, and uh, NBA has just started, so um, you know. Just I'm I'm actually into into NBA basketball more now. I really didn't watch a game last season, but now that this the competition is spread out, you know I'm pretty much into it now. And like I said, the, the NFL, the competition in the NFL, I honestly think is you know the Patriots are going to have their 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 falls. They're going to stumble. Their defense isn't going to be that good every game, and their offense really hasn't really been that good. But but hey. But anyways, like I said, guys, we've been just living life. And, you know, like I said, just I've been relaxing a little bit. Candace's been relaxing. Kids okay. When did I relax? You know what I mean. Just, oh, my God. Where she go? Anyways, guys. We just the kids and Target. Y'all don't want me to relax. <laughs> but, uh. I just thank you guys for enjoying another episode of Get My Husband Off My Podcast. And we'll catch you guys next week. GMH OMP. I'm going to start this like this. First of all, I know we said, you know, all good nights and goodbyes. And, you know, I thank the drug dealers. But um, the reason why we continue in this episode is because. First of all, um, this is enough content for me to actually find a way to get two weeks worth of material out at once. 
And I'm glad I did it like this because a bunch of stuff has happened. A bunch of stuff has happened. Stuff that I kind of want to get my opinion about. And I'm going to go ahead and start it right now. First off, um, for many of you guys who don't know who um, the rapper uh, YG is, he had this song out uh, called Fuck Donald Trump uh, a few years back. And uh, West Coast rap artist. Um, but this particular time, I'm only talking about him because he uh, he had a concert where he tried to pull an audience member on the stage who was a fan of his. Um, he was a young white guy, you know, clean cut, not, you know, he, he really just looked like a, a fan of rap music. He wasn't trying to pose and be something that he wasn't. He was just a you know nice, nice looking kid. So the kid, uh, so YG brought him on stage and tried to get him to say fuck Donald Trump. And the guy was like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that." And you know, YG talks about him, puts him off stage, and stuff like that. But I myself, I really. Uh, Commend the kid for not only, first of all, just not being pressured, but but not being bullied and being so comfortable and so strong within himself that he didn't really notice that, okay, I'm in a closed area with this rapper who has gang ties, all of these guys on stage, all of these people out there in the stands, the fans who are you know, willing to do anything for clout, willing to do anything to get their five seconds or whatever, whatever, five five seconds of fame or whatever. Anything could have happened to this kid, but he's standing there so confident within himself. It's like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just here to enjoy your music. I'm not getting ready to say this. My, You know, parents can see this. And not that he didn't want to say it because he feels, you know, he's, he's for Trump or whatever, whatever, whatever. He just didn't fold under pressure. That little guy right there can actually be a, a, a model for more young people who don't really want to do something but wind up doing it anyway because it's 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 harder to say no because you got so many different people around you saying, yes, do it. Yes, say it. Yes, do this. Yes, do this. This challenge, that challenge, this challenge, that challenge. But he took it upon himself to actually, you know what? I'm not, I don't feel comfortable with this. So I'm going to say no. I wish more and more people would watch it for that than watch it for what YG attempted to make him do. I don't listen to YG's music, but I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a you know I'm not a fan of his. I don't really see him as being a negative person. He speaks on what he knows, basically. So I don't. Boo boo. Good night, Pete. So he he speaks on what he knows. He speaks his culture. You know he. Like I said, I I, I don't I, I don't glorify what he talks about in his music because I'm not. A part of that. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad person, but what he tried to do was bad. But what that particular gentleman did was was a very good thing because he stood up. He stood up for himself. And that's good. And I commend that. And I wish more and more young people would see it for that than 
see it for the black and the white thing. See it for that. You know, don't 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 look at it like that. That's not how you should see that video. And I watched that video and I saw that kid standing there. He was unwavered. He was unflinching. He was no, I'm not gonna say that. I don't care if I'm on your stage. This is your show. You know, you command the crowd to throw their hands up and recite your words. I'm not gonna recite those words because my parents can see this. And I'm comfortable enough within myself to go right back to where I was sitting and still cheer. That's exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. Now, you know, YG face scrutiny again for making him do that. And a lot of people called him out on social media saying, you know, I challenge you to this. I challenge you to that. I'm not getting ready to say nothing to YG. Because that kid said it all. Everybody challenging him, challenging him to celebrity boxing matches and charity boxing matches and stuff like that. Go right ahead. He's not going to accept it because people like that don't fight. So I'm not going to say anything to it because that kid stood up and stood firm, stood tall. So I commend that guy. Really do. I really do. And I recently took a trip. Well, I can't say trip because I really didn't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I went down. Uh, I went downtown to see WWE Raw with a friend of mine from work, and I had a blast. I really did. I had a great time amongst other fans, and um, I actually saw myself so much in those little kids when their favorite superstars' music came out, or when we would chant. And stuff like that. And and it was like I was watching it on TV, but I wasn't because, you know, I was still screaming. And um, Randy Orton came out and he hit Ricochet with the RKO and I lost my mind. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just like being a fan again. And then I got to see Hulk Hogan and I got to see Ric Flair. And and I was a, I was a kid again. I was sitting there in front of sitting there with the, with the big bowls of cereal Saturday morning sitting in front of the TV watching wrestling again. And I didn't have a current work. I really did. And it, it actually felt good for a moment to actually just step outside of reality for a little bit and be entertained. It really did. It really felt good. What you say, big dude? Good night, good night big man. You have a good night. Good night, mama. Good night. And it really felt good. It really did. It really felt good to see all of these people dress up and as their favorite wrestler or, you know, have a sign or something like that. I saw a lot of people just basically be kids again, and, you know, and that's, an, that's a good thing. It really is a good thing to actually go somewhere and be entertained. It's not like you go to a sporting event where if you lose, you had a horrible time. Like I was watching the Bears game and I was so happy and so excited to see him fight and so proud of him to see him fight. But when they lost, I, Everything just went out the window. It did because they lost. But going to a wrestling events, you know, you're so high. You're so not. Even though if your if your favorite superstar may lose, you'll still get another chance to be entertained to see something. Somebody fly through the air or somebody hit a hit a good move or something like that. You're still going to be entertained. And for those, I want to say four hours. <laughs> yeah, damn it, four hours. It was a great show. It really was. It was a good show. It really. Was. So if you guys get a chance, I mean, just go. Even if you're even if you're not a fan of wrestling, you'll be a fan if you go see it live. And I'm gonna take 
the family next year. I'm going to try to save up enough money to get everybody to go so everybody can be entertained and just take a step out of reality for a little bit. But yeah, we had a, a great time. Like I said, seeing Hulk Hogan, seeing Ric Flair, and seeing people act like like cry. I seen grown people cry. And I teared up a little bit when I seen them too. But I mean, when I seen grown men like, like, oh my God, that's Hulk Hogan. Oh my God, that's Ric Flair. I mean, I, I met Hulk Hogan on the elevator when I was like six, yeah, six years old. And I froze. It was like being next to it was, it was he was godlike. Cause like I said, I was six and he was. Oh my God, just the, the biggest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I mean, and I'm he's standing there next to Mr. Wonderful. And my mother was like, That's Hulk Hogan, that's Hulk Hogan. I couldn't say nothing. <laughs> I couldn't say anything. I died. <laughs> and um, and I mean, it's just like I said, it was it was, it was an amazing time. So I, I really wish everybody would get out there and just go see it, you know, a WWE show. Reason why I say WWE, because they're most known. You know, they got iconic characters, you know, Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and Triple H, The Rock, you know, just people like that, that everybody knows. Like, if you see them in person, it's just, it just, it'll just take you right back to that first time seeing them, you know, when you, like, like I said, you're a kid, you standing there with your wrestling dolls, you making it out, you playing, playing in your ring and everything, and you're having your own little Royal Rumble, your own little WrestleMania, you know, you get to be a kid again, like I said. That's a good thing. Another thing. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, wildfires have spread out throughout California. It is actually a statewide evacuation. You know, and I did speak to my sister. And um, she's she's affected by it, but my little sister is such a soldier. I swear she's so strong with within herself and everybody around her, is so strong. And she just she knows to just okay, I'm gonna take care of this, make sure this person okay, this person's okay. If things happen, I, I know I, I know she's strong enough to handle anything. So I'm not worried about her. But send prayers out to everybody that's affected. And it's not just the celebrities you hear about that has to be evacuated. Oh my god, celebrities, oh my god, this and that. I feel for them too, but they're well off. They can afford to go to another state. Another country, even it's a tax write off for them. They can get another billion dollar, million dollar home, but it's everybody that can't afford to get another million dollar, billion dollar home. It's everybody that has just one way of living. You know, I send prayers out to you guys, and I don't know what can be the the end all for the wildfires that spread out through California, but I do know. A lot, a lot of homelessness is there because I've been there. But as you look out and you see amongst the hills, a lot of homeless people find refuge in those hills and those valleys and the wildfires and stuff like that. A lot of people find refuge in there and I pray for them as well. But the reason why I'm talking about this as my partner in crime is actually going to make her you gonna go? You gonna go? Yeah, if you let me go. Thank you. I mean, goodness, you've been standing there looking at me talk for the last 12 I'm minutes. To fix your kids eggs, whatever that thing oh, is. oh, get your child smile. My goodness. I didn't do anything to you, little dude. 
You make me forget what I was getting ready to talk about. Hurry up. Hurry up. Sit up. Oh my gosh. I wish y'all could see her. Matter of fact, I'm glad y'all can't see her. Y'all just give her a real disgusted look. Don't, don't. Yeah, what a motherfucking work. <laughs> hey, people. Anyway, the reason why I'm talking about the wildfires is because something caught my attention. Over 700 California prisoners have been deployed to fight the fires for less than $3 an hour. If those men, when those men get out of jail, if they do, they can't be firefighters. They can't apply for a job and be a firefighter. But to basically use them as they're like just disposable. Like they the damn expendables or something. Seven hundred prisoners fighting these wildfires. I I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm not saying it's cool that they fighting the wildfires, but you got to It's not like that's the only thing that they exploiting prisoners on. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying to put them out there possibly to die. That's like putting them in front of a fire firing squad. True, you're right. So I mean. It's a great thing to do. There are a lot of volunteer firefighters. I'm pretty sure they can use the help. But y'all bypassing the volunteer firefighters, y'all bypassing the National Guard, y'all bypassing volunteer, you know, armed service members, police. About firefighters from other cities. firefighters from other cities and states. Prisoners? Prisoners? Like you said, that all of these men walking around with axes and body suits and stuff like that, they, they, and masks on, they can escape. They can escape. You got an axe, you got a body suit, you got a mask. Can't see my face. I can just blend in with the crowd and just walk right away. But to have those seven hundred prisoners, there's probably even more armed guards with guns on these men. True. That's what. That's that's the way I would do it. But I would also not even worry about it. I would not even worry about those 700 prisoners. You're not coming to fight this fire because you're in jail for a reason. But it's also good and bad. It's right and wrong. It's wrong because they can't apply for that job if they're out there. It's so hard for a prisoner to get a job. It's so hard for a person to rehabilitate themselves into the real world. Yeah, you can rehabilitate yourself in jail. Yeah, that ain't much to do. But out here in the world, you got temptations, you got this, you got the system that's going to keep you down no matter what color you are. Go to sleep, sweetie. <laughs> you got the system night, that's going to keep you down no matter whether you locked up, got a criminal record or don't. Hell, it's so hard for people with college degrees to get a normal job, a regular job, a good paying job to take care of themselves. It's so hard. But to have them 700 prisoners out there I do not agree with that because 700 prisoners, not all of those 700 prisoners are in there for simple charges. You got some murderers, you got some rapists, you got some pedophiles, you got some. I mean, I'm pretty sure they dealers. was a little picky on who they let out. Not to do 700 it. of them because you don't have 700 prisoners in there on just 
petty crimes. Was it from maximum? I didn't or? read all that. I just saw 700 prisoners with axes. So it could be like, what's it? What's it's not maximum, but what's under. okay? 700 people are not in jail for petty larceny. You don't know that. Not 700 of them. You pretty got some. You got some hardened criminals mixed in with that bunch. You do. You probably do. What do you need some scissors to go to sleep for? There, right, right there in your face. Just don't kill nobody. Don't run with them. Don't cut nobody. But like I said, that's 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 wrong in so many ways to me. But I mean, but if they help, they help. But if you got problems with them, then you did it yourself. You did it yourself. Because it wasn't like you took a, 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 an obstacle course or physical test or something like that to test the prisoners out. You just said, first 700 of y'all, bring y'all last, put these suits on, we'll tell you what you're doing when you get there. So are they just like helping clear out debris like and stuff? Helping fight or? the fire. How are they helping fight the fire? They don't have no training in doing that. Okay. Then that's why I said there's plenty of other qualified people. Plenty of them. That's just my that's opinion on that. That's just my opinion on that. So, you know, that's not smart at all. But hey. really, it's not smart at all. Okay. Yeah, can't tell people that. Alrighty, right back to the whole college thing. They are now, now finally deciding to pay collegiate athletes. They're now finally deciding. Just put it down there and go to sleep. Y'all trying to do everything but get ready for school tomorrow. It's because they're trying to pray they don't go to school tomorrow. Anyway. So I said they are now deciding to pay college athlete, co collegiate athletes for their likenesses and for their names and, and usage of their images. This takes me back to the um the college college. Oh my God, my kids done threw me all off. God darn it. The collegiate sports games, uh, you know, the EA, the EA used to make from basketball to football and stuff like that. They don't make them no more? They don't make them anymore because they feared they would have to pay them because of that whole O'Bannon rule that happened back in the day. That whole O'Bannon trial. I'm sorry about that. And um, they feared they would have to pay them. That's why they stopped making them. So now they have to pay them. Yeah, but if they're not making them no more, then what are they getting paid for? They from? don't make them anymore. They ain't made them in years, and they won't make them again because they're getting paid for their likenesses and the usage now. In what? If they ain't making no games? But that ain't got nothing to do with games. It's just the sale, the the selling of the jerseys. Oh, okay. The selling of the jerseys, the selling of. Um, tickets and stuff. Tickets or whatever, but anything you can make your make your money off of. Like when uh, Johnny Manziel had at the Johnny Football um, number two jersey, and they had football on the back of it. That was his likeness. He didn't make a dime off of that. But now they're going to make it so these players don't even get that recognition. They're going to have plain jerseys and just a, a number on the back. Their name is no longer going to be on the back of a collegiate jersey. I believe. Because they're not going to sell the jersey with the with the name on the back. They're not going to do that anymore. They're not going to market one player anymore. It's just going to be the logo of the team. So they're going to find a loophole to get out. I was going to say it just sounds like they just trying to get out of paying. No, I'm just saying though, that's the, how they can do it. They're going to find a loophole to not pay these athletes. But it's a good thing to where if a player is used for like a signing or something like that, 
at a camp or something like that. That player can, can be paid for that. And that's a good thing. That's a, that's a great thing because they fought so hard for that. They fought so hard for that. And that's a great thing. It's a great thing. All right. Um, what's next? What's next? What's next? Move this along. Move this along. I am not trying to rush through anything, guys. I'm trying to sit here and savor this podcast because I actually enjoy. Y'all know I enjoy doing this. Y'all know I love doing this. Doggone stuff. You know I love my podcast. So I'm going to savor this. All right. I'm trying to find it. I'm going to find out the god doggone story I had. I can't even freaking find it. Right, hold up, guys. Give me a moment. I'm trying to get get, get the names. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get the names. I'm trying to get the names. Trying to get the names. Trying to get the names. Hold on for one second. I also want to sadly say, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. You guys know him from you know him from Friday. You know him from Tracy Morgan Show. You know him from Wayne's Brothers. Wayne's Brothers. You know him from Boom Docs. You just know him. Bang, bang, bang. Got to coordinate. You know him. You know this individual. You love this individual. And I'm going to miss this man. The nation is going to miss this man. So many countless quotes. So many countless everything. But I honestly think he was the funniest on the Wayans Brothers. He was. I honestly think he was the funniest on the Wayans Brothers. With the white shoes and the belt. He was funny on Boondocks, too. Oh, my God. He was hilarious on Boondocks. And just... Just, just rest in peace. Be rest honest with peace. you, just too young. You know, seventy-seven is too young. Too young. Yeah. Too young. I was talking to a, a couple of coworkers today, and I was like, I want to live be two hundred. <laughs> I want to live old enough, honestly, to see my children retire. Honestly, I want to live old enough to see them retire and just see where life is going to take. You know, my wife, my kids. I honestly, just want to see that. Honestly, do I want to live long enough to see where life will take? That's it. So it's like a lot of people don't get what's what's the so-called cool death. A lot of people don't get that one. We know where you die around your family, your grandchildren, your children, stuff like that. That's I feel that's the way to go. I honestly feel that's the way to go. If that happens, if that happens for you, honestly, I feel that's the way to go. About yourself, since you really aren't saying anything, why aren't you saying anything? Um, you were still talking. Oh, I didn't want to interrupt you. Jesus, I would like to go around my family and have my kids and grandkids and great grandkids around me because, yeah, I still got a lot to do, so I ain't trying to go no time soon. I don't think I want to live to be 200 though. I was just saying, I just want to. I, I want to be old enough to see them retire. I just want to be old enough to see them what they gonna become. And yeah, I want to see them retire too. I want to see my great grandkids and all that other good stuff, and have my family laying around me. Here we go. Okay. Uh I want to say rest in peace to Richard John Sanchez. He was fated, fatally shot in San Bernardino by an officer. Another incident where, you know, a cop tells you put the gun down, put your hands up. This, this particular man was white. The cop was also white. I've only saw this story once, and my, I bet you my wife don't even know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because it's not 
plastered all over the media and plastered all over social media because it's not a black and a white thing now. I've told people countless times over and over again that this only, this is not, this is true. It gets blasted when it happens to, 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 to minorities. It does because it's supposed to. But I've also been an advocate of all lives matter. And it happens to everybody because this man had a gun. True. And I've seen instances where I've seen people yell at cops. Hell, my mother yelled at a cop. Like, really, yelled at a cop. The cop said, you want to go to jail? My mother said, you want to go to hell? (laughs) And I was, I want to say 11 at that time. And as my mother said, you want to go to hell? I had a shotgun in my hand. My wife doesn't know this story. I had a shotgun in my hand. I honestly did. I was right. I was three, three. I was possibly ten feet from the cop. I had to run in the house to get the shotgun because it was a huge fight outside my front yard between my cousin's boyfriend and my stepfather and um, myself, my mother, and we were fighting a bunch of people for what I don't know. Partly because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys said something to my stepfather because him and my mother were walking back from getting something to eat late one night. And that's the thing I know my mother's calling me, get the gun, get the gun. And my cousin's boyfriend's running outside and I'm trying to give him the gun. I don't know how to shoot. I don't know how to shoot. And I'm like, you don't know how to shoot as tough as you claim. So I grabbed the gun. And right when I had the gun in my hand, mother screams at the cop. You want to go to? Oh, no, he said, no, my, my mother screams, let him go, let him go. Because the cop had my stepfather and my, my and my mother was like, you know, no, no, no. He's he's trying to protect us. He's trying to protect us. And the man was like, you shut the hell up. You want to go to jail? Mother said you want to go to hell. So I went to him and man, wait a minute. And man, my mother was arrested too right in front of me because after a fight. Yeah, after a fight. My mother actually got arrested. So once again, I don't think my wife knows that story. I do not. But yeah, my mother spent the night in jail once. And I didn't get any sleep that night. I stayed up most of the night because I didn't know if my mother was coming home or not. I honestly didn't. I didn't know if she was coming home or not. But like I said, I've witnessed witnessed defiance in front of law enforcement firsthand. It wasn't only me. It was my mother. She taught me. But like I said, as, uh, to get back to the story, he was fatally shot. He had a gun, and the cop told him once, twice, three times, four times, put the gun down, put the gun down, put the gun down. He put the gun down, and he's walking towards the cop with his hands up. He's just walking towards the cop with his hands up, and three, four shots later, this gentleman is dead. No public outcry. Nothing. And I guess it's like, well, it didn't happen to us, so we don't care. I'm going to be the first person to tell you I'm not against that. And that's why I'm speaking on it now. This is my platform. I get to say what I want. And I'm still an advocate for All Lives Matter. We all matter. They don't see nothing but we don't have a uniform on, basically. So they can do what they want to do to us. Anybody. And I'm basically saying this to tell you guys it could happen to any one of you. So please, please, please try your hardest to avoid the police. I'm not saying just, you know, don't say nothing or whatever, whatever. Don't snitch or whatever, whatever. You protect yourself. 
but just try to avoid them because they all itchy these days and they don't care who they shoot. I actually shook a cop's hand today. Um, he was called to my job because I was in the back. They couldn't find me this time, but this particular gentleman stole two bottles of liquor. So they called the police. And I'm like, why are you calling the police for two bottles of alcohol? Those two bottles of alcohol could have been knocked over and broke. Are you going to call the police because we broke them? No. Just right. No, don't do that. Why are you calling the police? I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. This shouldn't happen. I witnessed him put those bottles in his pocket and you didn't say anything? But y'all call me all of the time to say something to him. Because I figured they they figured I'm a big black dude. They're not gonna do anything to me. Like I told y'all on the podcast a couple weeks ago, a blind old man was about to try to whoop my ass. No, I'm sorry, he wasn't blind, he was deaf. He he, he could see when he was deaf. And you motherfucker, Stop boy, it. I swear that was the funniest thing in my life. But anyways, funniest thing in my life. See that old man? He was limping too, struggling to get out that wheelchair. You motherfucker! And, and I didn't do nothing. But I also didn't call the police because I wasn't threatened. You know, I was fine. But that particular gentleman didn't get a chance to explain himself. We don't know if he had a mental illness. We don't know. Because he's gone. And the cop told him, put your hands up. Step outside. You got to use your legs to step outside. Yeah, you do. You can't. Okay, I'll put my hands up. Step outside. Hell no. I'm not moving, dog. Well, you can't not move because then they look at that you as You can't defiance. not move because you're going to get shot. You can't do anything to a policeman these days. You can't, you can't even listen to him. Put your hands down. You put your hands down, your hands close to your pockets. Get your hands away from your pockets. What the fuck are we do? Take them off, throw them on the ground? Can't do that. No, you can't do that because that's too much movement, too. Exactly. Too much movement. One thing I tell people to do when you caught in a situation where they're not listening to you, be quiet and lay on all fours. Lay on the ground. Spread out. Let them cuff you. And don't fight back. Let the truth set you free. Even if you spend a little time in jail, hey, if they cuff you, they may not cuff you. Once they see that you're not being ignorant, not being belligerent, they may cuff you. So if you find yourself in a situation where it's sort of kind of unavoidable, just remain calm. Remain calm. Think. Think. I've been in that situation plenty of times. My wife has witnessed me in that situation plenty of times. We yeah. were walking down the street. I've been the bad person in those situations. We were walking down the street. We were holding hands, but we also like tapped each other. You play fight. And this cop like came out of nowhere, honestly. You hit her one more time, I'm gonna kill you. And he was reaching for his gun. My wife was like, Well, she was my wife at the time, she's my girl, but still, we was we, 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 we together. Was together. <laughs> we was together. And she looked at him and she was like, We're not doing nothing. We just yeah, we had, just walking down the street. I had her attitude. Are you sure? Are you sure? And he was like, dude, you we just playing. We like, ain't doing nothing. He really tried to. I saw him. He hit you. I'm like, he didn't hit me. Right, right, right. And it was a time where this this guy like he, he pointed me out as as I like I committed a crime or something. Mm-hmm. And cops pulled out. Cops pulled out. So pulled out up on me and stuff like that. And it was the middle of the night and. 
I fit whatever the, the whatever the little dude described me. I fit it. I was that. I think he had just got jumped or something. Yeah, he just got jumped. And he said I was I was one of the people that jumped him. And but he you had but been nowhere near that know, grocery store. Y'all know what got me off? Besides the fact that I was with her, you know what got me off? The fact that I was soaking wet. Yeah. <clears throat> I was soaking wet, and the reason why I was soaking wet because we we go where we we used to go to this fountain at this park. All of the time before they basically secured it enough to where they won't let people sit in there because we used to do extracurricular things there a lot. Hey, 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 hey. hello, wait, 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 you got you got to say it like this, like a while later. No, hey. I'm not. You got to say it like a while later. <laughs> you got a Kawhi Leonard. You got a Kawhi Leonard. Like you got a Kawhi Leonard. Hey, 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 Clippers fans. I can't stand it, weird ass dude. But, anyways. You can't be telling them about the extracurricular. Anyways, we used to do all kinds of all kind of things in that park. My kids listening. But um Yeah, I did though. But uh that's the only thing to save me because the cop like touched me and he's like, What's wrong? Where were you? And I'm like, I like, told you, man. We was in the park playing in the water. I told you. I got she pushed me in the pool at the park, man. I just told you I ain't hit that dude. I know him and I knew him. Yeah, he was a little, little soft kid, you know, around the neighborhood. But anyway, I ain't do it. But like I said, I remain calm. I didn't get amped up. Didn't Again, get I did not like remain that. calm in so, that situation. But like I said, that man there doesn't have the opportunity to laugh about it. He doesn't have the opportunity to think rational or anything like that. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. And just guys, just just use your better judgment when you're in that situation. Please. Like you said, it's better to just be quiet. Use your better judgment. Exactly. Exactly. All righty. Okay. Mm. Next story. Next story. Patriots played the Browns. Browns lost. Why is that a story? Because Odell Beckham Jr. and Tom Brady met at the, you know, midfield. They met at the 50-yard line and they were talking. About? And they were talking about, you know, Oh, Tom, you're a great player. Oh, Odell, you're a good player, too. Hey, Tom, you want my shoes? Odell Beckham gave Tom Brady a pair of Nikes. It's like they give out jerseys and stuff. You're looking like, okay, why are you talking about this? Them damn Nikes was not suede, not even leather. Not snake skin, but goat skinned. Who makes goat skin shoes? Goat skinned. Who even wears goat skin? And why did he give him to Tom Brady? Because he's the goat. I, I swear to you, it's right here. I hate people. Those shoes right there. I swear to you. So he was going to play in those shoes? No, he played in them. He played then gave in them. them to Tom Brady. So he gave Tom Brady some old sweaty shoes he didn't play in. Goat skin shoes. Made of goats. Because he's the goat. Because he's the goat. I feel like I should hit Tom Brady and wait, 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 wait. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, cool dude. Tom Brady, cool dude. He probably wanted to Tom, hit him for trying to give him Tom shoes. Brady, if he if he would have tried to get him shoes to Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers old old punk ass probably would have threw him away. But Tom Brady probably kept him. Tom Brady probably put some cleats on at practice today. But anyways. But why did he feel like he needed to give him why his shoes? Why did Odell Beckham have a pair of goat skin Nikes? And why did he give him the fact, Brady? They ain't got a they ain't got a swish on them. Can you tell can you tell our listeners what's on that what's on that shoe? 
Is that an OBJ? No, no, no. Look up, look up, look up, look at the tongue. What's that right there on the tongue of the shoe? Is that a goat? Yep. Don't show me nothing else. <laughs> get a whole goat emblem on the shoe. Oh my gosh. See, that's just a case of somebody having too much money that too they don't know what to do with. Too much money. Dog goat skin shoes. Money. Now, now folks about to be walking around here trying Way to wear goat skin too shoes. Too much money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, where we go, where we go, where we go. I'm moving this right along. Actually, I'm going to stick with football. Okay, let me get the school. As long as it ain't about no more goat skin shoes. Let me, let me get the school correct. All right, let me get the school correct. Okay, this is a local story. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. We know how many seconds. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Cardinal, Cardinal Ritter, this is, a, this is the high school in St. Louis. Cardinal Ritter College Prep, St. Louis Catholic School. Very proud football tradition. Okay. Is that a boys' school? I believe so. Okay. They forfeited all games, fired all coaches, canceled the season. Okay. I'm not going to read this entire story because, first of all, I don't want to. Okay. Let me just get out of just of it. Like I said, the football season's canceled, basically. And when and you said it was like 7 and 0. Yeah, they're 7 and 0. Okay. It was found to have an illegally played. It was found to have illegally played an ineligible player in week one. Okay. I'm not going to display the player's name because you know he's a kid. I'm not even going to say the coach's name. But the kid got suspended. Couldn't play. All right. Y'all heard that part. Couldn't play. Like I said, I'm, I'm 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 keeping names out. So he got suspended, but the coach probably pulled this kid aside and said, "Hold up, hold up, hold up! I got an extra jersey in the back." You know, the coach. The kid was like, "What you mean, coach? You got an extra jersey in the back?" The coach was like, "Put that jersey on. You gonna play next week? Don't worry about it. I got you." He went. The coach went and made up a fake name, gave the kid another position, another number, and he's out there playing. Same kid that got suspended. I believe the only reason why they caught him was because the kid's tattoos didn't cover him up, didn't bother to put him in long sleeve. And they caught him, and they was like, wait a minute, dog, you look familiar. No, no, it ain't me, it ain't me. Yes, it is, it is you. So he played the player that got suspended as another person. He basically said he was another person. So he can continue the season, and he could possibly win the state title, and they forfeited the entire season, fired them all. You think any of like, the administrators at the, at the school had anything to do with that? I, I bet it went deep. I bet it, it, had it, it had to go deep. It had to go deep. It wasn't just you put this jersey on, give me a face. Right. It had to go deep. Pardon me. But it's just that just goes to show you, goes to show that what, what desperate can do. That or stupidity. Stupidity. <laughs> stupidity. So, I mean, that's just crazy. That's deal. stupidity. And yeah, that's crazy. You want to win that bad that you didn't risk this child? Yeah, his, his eligibility his for college. And it, it's not and just it's his, mad. it's the entire team because yeah, the entire yeah. team had to right. know that, hey, he ain't supposed to be playing. Team. Exactly. 
So now they in on it. Then you done got all these coaches to lose their job. Just stupid. That was just pure stupid. That was that story. And I don't understand how they think that was going to get. I don't even know. I don't even know how they was going to fucking get away with that one. Because what if like coaches was there to scout? Right. He ran for like 400 yards and they trying to get him scholarships and stuff like that. Scholarships. This dude ain't real. He's imaginary. <laughs> Where he come from? Oh my gosh. Let's move this along. You know the way to been to funerals. Everybody's been to a funeral. Funerals aren't happy. A few. Funerals aren't good. Funerals aren't happy. Even though a lot of people celebrate funerals. Hell, I done seen eight people dance with a casket, which was weird as hell. But anyways, funeral in Germany ends on a, a high. As hash cake is accidentally served for you guys that don't know what hash cake is, basically in the big ass edible. They was getting people. They didn't mean to, though. The baker grabbed the wrong cake because her daughter made a hash cake for a party for another group of people. But this particular cake was picked up out of the cooler by her mother, and that funeral ended on a high note. Yeah. That was um. They wouldn't let. They wouldn't cry. So I guess it was a good thing. It could have right. It could have been a good thing. But anyway, helped but, ease uh, some of that anxiety you know, from dealing they, with the funeral. They stayed late. <laughs> Nothing was there at all. The all food the food gone. was gone. And I mean, hey, I think that could have been a good thing because, it, right, like it you said, it takes thing. away from all of the pain that you feeling at a funeral. Hell no, them people wasn't. No. They wasn't feeling. Exactly. They was floating. That's that's probably funny too. For real. <laughs> funny as hell. Um, we're gonna end this podcast on a different note. So um we're gonna jump right into that. I actually want to give you guys a quote real quick. This is from Bob Marley. The day you stop racing is the day you were in a race. And I take from that, don't look at what anybody else is doing in life. Don't compare yourself. Don't keep up with the Joneses, as people say. Whoever the hell the Joneses are. Them people that got everything. Because I know some Joneses and they got shit. But anyway, <laughs> um, don't keep up with anybody. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't compare yourself to, to your brother, your sister, your cousin, your high school classmates, whatever, whatever, your college classmates, whatever, your family members, whatever. Just focus on yourself and take every victory you can take. Appreciate every victory, appreciate every step, and appreciate every loss because losses build character, losses teach lessons. Not every loss is a loss. A lot of losses can be a gain. So just think of life as a marathon, not a sprint. It's not a race. You're not rushing to get anywhere because the faster you get it, the faster it goes. Appreciate everything. Appreciate it all. Appreciate the tears. Appreciate the struggle. Because it's not going to last forever. You are going to have your good moments, but learn from your losses so your good moments can last just as long as your struggle does. Did. I'm sorry. And myself and my wife are advocates of that because we know we're going to pull ourselves up. We know we're going to be better. We know how to appreciate the little things. We know. All right. It's a funny story. Well, this, this is not a story, guys. This is just something that happened. Um, R&B singer Tank 
Um, if you guys don't know who Tank is, um, shit. Uh, he's <laughs> he had a hit. He had a hit. Please um, don't go. He had a hit last year called uh, When We. When We. Yeah, he had a hit called uh, He had a hit with uh, When We, and he was in a group called TGT. He's written for a lot of a lot of artists, stuff like that. This particular, he's also known known for being very Maybe. sensual, very sexual with his lyrics, and very sexual within his personality. Um, a couple of years ago, he actually proclaimed to had the feeling of being eaten out when a woman actually gave him a rim job. I'm going to say, I'm going to clean it up with that one. If y'all don't know what a rim job is, just look that up and you'll figure that one out. So, yeah, but this particular time he was on another podcast and it was talks of something else, but the quote that really stuck out was when Take said, if you suck two penises that does not make you gay and everybody else took it as like wait a minute just because you suck two penises that doesn't make you gay is what he said and everybody was like wait a minute dog what 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 you mean what you mean that kind of i'm not saying it makes you gay but everybody else was like just if you're talking about yourself you're talking about yourself and it's okay so so wait clarify that his reasoning for saying two times was because the first time you doing it out of curiosity and the second time you doing it just to see if you really liked it i'm not doing that out of curiosity and i'm not saying this there's nothing against it i don't have a problem with gay people i know plenty of gay people you know plenty of gay people i do and i mean it's not you just a person to me just because you like something that don't mean I, I don't care. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. That that don't mean that don't mean you're a horrible person just because you love the opposite sex. Even though we know a lot of older people who really get really just hated and think you're just a scum of the earth. Because that's because they're not used. They're not used to. I mean, but they should be used to because it's been around forever. It's, been, it's in the Bible. I mean, it's in the Bible. So I mean, it's it's not it's it's, it's frowned upon. It's a sin. But if that's you can't help who you attract. You can't to. help who you love. You can't help who you attract, so you can't help who you love. And I'm saying this. Tank has said some outlandish things. And I honestly feel he is attracted to men. But I also see that there's not being a problem, especially for his career. What about yourself? I don't think it'd be a problem for his career. I think if he actually come out and say, hey, look, I'm bisexual, okay, so yeah, what? Even though he's a married man, Just, he has a family, but... Still, if you come, if that's how you feel, stand on it. Don't. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm. I'm not saying he is that way now. Maybe before he got married. Maybe back. You know, before he actually became established. You know, had a career as an R&B artist. I mean, but he could still Possibly. be feeling that way now. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm not saying he cheats on his wife. I'm not. I'm not trying to bash second them like no. I ain't doing it. I'm just saying if that's the way you are, I think. I think this day and age, he can capitalize off of that. Like if he makes a song about how he pleased a man or something like that, you know, how a man pleased him or how, you know, something like that. I'm just saying it could be accepted now. It could be accepted now because everything's accepted now. It is. Everything's accepted now. So everything's accepted and everybody got a cause. Exactly. Everybody got a cause. Speaking of causes, speaking of causes, wait a minute. I'm trying to get this right. I'm trying to get this right. I may be wrong. I don't really think I'm wrong, but I may be wrong. 
If these kids don't stay out there for the kitchen. Anyways, the University of this goes back to when when B said that everybody has a cause. The University of Oxford has banned hand clapping as a form of to pre, as as a form of prevention for anxiety. So they're replacing hand clapping with um, jazz hands. So when you're excited, you do the jazz hands thing, and I'm not doing it. So don't 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 picture me. Don't picture the person that you see on this on the, on the cover of this podcast doing jazz hands because he ain't. So I ain't. What's the jazz hand? I ain't. You know jazz hands. Show me. Hell no. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, I think that it's going a little too far. It's got to stop. I mean, it has to stop. It has to stop. <laughs> if you have, and I, I know that anxiety. sometimes a lot, a lot of people suffer from anxiety, and loud noises do trigger anxiety attacks. But most people who are in those situations know to stay away from places. Okay, Where? if a group of people start clapping, you're not getting ready to just scream and go jump off a damn cliff. Yeah, no, you're well, not. If a group of people do jazz hands, I make scream and want to go jump off a damn cliff. I don't understand why they doing it unless there's a lot of people in the Jazz too. hands. Finger snap. <laughs> yeah, snap your fingers. It's That's like doing poetry or something like that. But it ain't as loud as clapping. Mm-hmm, true. You could say, hey, hey, hey. You say that? No, nobody should ever stay in pull a Kawhi. No, but nobody just, should pull a Kawhi. Kawhi shouldn't saying, even pull I'm a Kawhi. I'm just saying, though. I'm just, I'm just saying. Do not. Please don't. Don't. Don't do that. Don't. Don't do the jazz hands thing. You gotta show me what it is, so I okay, know how to do right. it. Okay, look it up on yourself. Look it up. My phone about to die. Yeah. All right. Revive it. But anyway, <laughs> we just wanted to continue the episode. And so you really not gonna show me? Give you guys hands. a little bit more of us. Like I said, we really, we really haven't done a podcast like this in a while, where we just talked about a lot of different subjects. We ran did, we ain't did one of these in a long time, True. and it actually felt good to actually get it done. But I feel like we forgot something now. Oh, I ain't forget anything. I talked about everything I need to. I don't know you probably right. But like I said though, you guys, y'all have a good night once again. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you for giving us a listen. Good Thank night, you for people. the support and everything like that. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Until next time. Right with you. GMH. Y'all finished.